yeah, like I say, always praying. <laughs> we were praying for you. Uh, also, quick shout out as well. I want to share with you um, before I get into the show. Um, we have clocked, I say clocked, but we've clocked 32,089 listeners today on on International Angels Network Block Talk Radio. Can you believe that? So I'm really proud of that. And I just wanted to share that with you because Claudia, bless her, gave me that information uh, before I went live on air. So I just wanted to share that as well. Big things are coming for the network, but it wouldn't be possible without Claudia. So thank you, Claudia. Um, Sorry, guys, if you can hear my dog barking. It's really windy here. We've had a major storm go through, and I think that's what he's just barking at. So I do apologize if you can hear Zeus. Um, The other thing I just want to give a big shout out about before I start is the fact that our network radio has started a program to help spiritual entrepreneurs expand their business. We help entrepreneurs with tips that will help you create and expand your spiritual business uh, with the new RNA membership and basically grow your tribe. International Angels Network offers an ongoing support, coaching, mentoring, and spiritual entrepreneurs all over the world and not just angel practitioners. You have to no longer be alone, calling on all and calling on all spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, yeah, I mean, it, Claudia is such a gadget lady, bless her heart. If you, um, you know, need any advice with social media, how to impact that, create exposure on your online business, whether you're currently taking some of the online certification courses or just starting or just starting your entrepreneur path, we can help you with all that. Um, and practicing your business over years, you can, can help you grow that on social media with tips, um, in just generally expanding your business. Um, so this the introductory price actually does finish this Sunday. Um, sorry, guys, you might have to give me what the price is, Claudia, it's not on there. So, uh, But I am going to just carry on because time is going already. And this gentleman I love dearly, my guess is this is the second time Ron's been on my show and third time on the network. I love his energy. He's such a lovely man. Um, Ron Schaefer, bless him. Uh, he's a miracle mindset coach who has been on his intuitive journey intuitive journey since 2012 and last year came into con- contact with Course in Miracles upon reading it he gleamed that it was a part of his path to move into a non-dualistic point of view um, he has been studying the course for two years preferently sorry for two years one combines spiritual principles of a course in miracles as well as his own intuitive gifts and channels messages to help you along your journey out of the illusion of fear and doubt in the reality of love one helps you direct you towards happiness joy ease grace and he can open the door for you by showing you new new ways of looking at life but he cannot make you walk through it. His hands will forever be extended in compassion, love and gratitude and acceptance for when you are ready to walk through the door. Fair enough. If you are ready to experience a miracle in your life, which is a shift in perception, which we were actually kind of talking about before the start of the show, from fear to love, then it would be his deepest honor and pleasure to be of service. Um, our show is actually our topic show today, guys, is 
called Life Comes From You and Not To You, which in itself is is a great topic for our show. So with no further ado, I'm going to introduce Ron because I just love his energy. And hello, Ron. <laughs> hello. Oh, hello, my darling. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming back on the show, Ron. Thank you. Yes, it is a pleasure to be able to be here with you, be able to share in these beautiful energies and to help people see the truth. Yes. Yes. I mean, we were talking before we started the show and, and, and I, and it was absolutely, we had to get cut short because the the show started, (laughs) but what you were saying was, was, was so, was so spot on um, and obviously, that's obviously what you're going to be talking about today. Um, is yeah. that you know low vibrational stuff and the way we think can hold us back. Right, right, exactly. Because life, life is not coming at you. It's not that God or you know the universe is throwing things at you. You are calling those things to you. You are the one that is making reality. Now, I know in the spiritual community, we let, you know, there's been this big push of you can create your own reality. But let's really kind of break that down because creation means something is eternal. It means it never changes. So the moment that you, all of us were created, we were all created with the exact same amount of love, the exact same amount of light, and nothing in this world and nothing beyond this world can change that. Nothing can because you are an eternal creation. But here on this earthly plane, we see things are not eternal. You know, a tree dies. You know, it goes into hibernation. But still, it's not the same. Our bodies go from babies to adolescence, all shifts and changes. It is not eternal. So we do not create reality here. Here we make reality, which is actually the biggest blessing we could have because if you don't like what you're seeing, if you don't like the way that it's going, then you know that there's no one else responsible except for you. And you can then begin to shift your perception to begin to make reality that which you do desire. You know, there are those people who, you know, we can say they walk around and it's almost like they have like this golden bubble around them where just, you know, they find lottery tickets and it's a winner or they, you know, they always seem to be at the right place at the right time. And it's like, God, how do they do that? It's not because they're luckier than you. They were born with the exact same amount of luck that you were. It's their thinking about life that is bringing to them opportunities. They may wake up in the morning and be like, mm, today is going to be a great day, you know, however they do that. For me, I wake up in the morning and I kind of tell the universe, you know, tell God how I want to experience my day. I'm like, all right, you know what, first I dedicate my day to the divine, you know, and that doesn't, obviously I'm not building churches in Guatemala. A lot of people think when you dedicate your day, your life to, you know, God, that you have to go build churches or you have to go work in a monastery. No, I don't do any of that. And, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's just you allowing the divine to flow. It's an invitation for the divine to flow through you all throughout the day. And then I'm just kind of like, you know what? 
I'd like to experience a day that, you know, I am, that's easy, magical, and filled with gifts. I'm not being specific. I'm simply saying I would like to experience a day that's easy, magical, and filled with gifts. I don't know what the easy is going to look like. I don't know what the magical is going to look like. I don't know what the gifts are going to look like. But I am in the mindset of expecting confused. There is expectation and then expectancy. Expectation is where you're like, okay, well, I said good things are going to happen. And let's say you think in your mind a good thing is I win the lottery. But instead, you know, you win $20 on a scratch-off. Well, that was, that's not a good day. So your ego created a circumstance that says, well, God doesn't love me, or I'm not as good as someone else. You know, they won a million dollars. I only won 20. Well, maybe that $20 is going to lead you to something else and to something else and to something else. We're only given what we believe we can have. So if you only believe, well, I'm only worth 20 bucks, well, then that's going to continuously be your gifts. Once again, it's about shifting, 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 you know, and then there is another common misconception that the universe is testing you. And, you know, I have to laugh at that because you are part of the universe. So any, and I used to think this myself. So, you know, when you learn a new spiritual tool, it almost seems like two days later or like a week later, you have to use that tool. Once again, you have called that experience to you. Because you want somehow in your mind, be it you decided it unconsciously or consciously, that you wanted to be able to implement this tool. The universe isn't testing you being like, yeah, I want to see if you're going to use it. No, you are asking yourself, am I going to use that tool? And that's where we have to really come into all of this. You are not a victim of your life because you are the one who is making that life. And that life is based on your choices that you are making, you know, be it talking negatively, you know. And I'm not saying that it's always going to be sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops. I am a very practical person, and I understand (laughs) that we, we get into those modes where it just seems like the, you know, everything is just going down the toilet. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, oh, now there's this, now there's this. But we have spiritual tools, like one of the, I love to use, I love to use when I start seeing, you know, my life, what seems to be my life going down the toilet. I'm like, you know what? I could see this differently. I'm willing to see this differently. And, you know, how does it get any better than this? That's it. That's what I say to myself. How does it get any better than this? Because what is that? That's an invitation. For me to say, okay, you know what, I'm willing to see this differently. I'm willing to see, you know, the brighter side of life instead of, uh, yeah, let me just focus on all this terrible stuff that's happening. No, well, how does it get any better than this? And then I go do what's in front of me to do. I don't focus on, okay, well, now I'm going to sit here and wait. No, i got to do what's in front of me to do because it will not begin to shift and change until I make that move, be it. A conscious, you know, be it a move of the physical body or be it a move in my mind. Wow. And so that's yes. the, you know, that's the beauty. That really is the beauty. You make reality. You make it. And, you know, you can even take, you know, and this may be a touchy subject for some, but we create even the weather around us. 
you know, let's look at, you know, the here uh, recently. We literally had a day that was 80 degrees, which I think it was 75% humidity. So a pretty humid, hot day, you know, very sunny. The next day, bam, 50 degrees. And what did I see all day on Facebook? Oh, I wish it was fall. Oh, when's fall going to get here? And then, bam, the, you, you know, the subconscious mind of humanity then created a circumstance for which the weather shifted in a day, not a month, not a year, a day, from 80 degrees with 75% wow. humidity to 50 degrees and 39 as the low. That's how powerful we truly are because we believe that we can do it. You know, there's some part of you that's like, oh, I wish it was fall. I wish it was fall. Well, bam. Okay, here's fall. Do you know what? I agree with that, that, Ron. I so agree with that because because at the moment, guys, uh, I don't know if I've got many UK listeners, but at the moment, I mean, we're obviously we're October here. We're heading into the fall, um, and it was like 23 degrees today. And I think it's because Ron, everyone's saying, "Oh, I wish it was summer again." Mm-hmm. And I think, and every and everyone I speak to in the shop when I'm doing their hair is like, "Oh, I wish it was summer again. I wish it was summer again." And it really resonates with me you saying that because. We're having this lovely weather because everyone keeps saying it. Oh, I wish the summer right. was here. And straight up, it's about 23 degrees, which is unheard of in this country in October. So right. that exactly. is so true, and what you, you said. You have yeah. called all those people. You called them As all a collective. Exactly. Exactly. It is a collectiveness thing because really we're all one. Where it's all one mind. Now, we may be perceiving ourselves in separate bodies and separate this and separate that, but that's just the ego. The ego loves to see separateness. You know, you're in the U.K. and I'm in the States. You know, that's what the ego loves yes. to do. It loves to see that separation. However, it can't separate, you know, the one mind. Because you have now, since you're like, ooh, you know what? I wish it was still summer. You have now called people into your experience, actors in your play, that you've now called forward to basically revalidate. In revalidating it to you, it's almost like they were giving you an unconscious okay. Like, yeah, it's okay to think that. And then you thought that. And now, look, you're having an unheard of, unseasonably warm day in October. Yeah. That's it. That's the power of your mind. Your mind is that powerful. And that's why we have to remember you are not a victim of your life. Life is not coming at you. It's coming from you. If you don't like the pictures you are seeing, then you must begin to change your mind about them. It's not so much about changing the picture. It's about changing your mind about the picture. And a lot of people get that confused when it comes to, you know, manifesting is, well, I'm trying to manifest a Ferrari and I'm seeing, you know, maybe you're seeing Ferraris on billboards or you're seeing them here, you're seeing them there. And, you know, you're seeing them all sorts of places, but you're still not seeing the physical. Now, number one, we have to look at, okay, so you are bringing it to you because you are seeing it. But number two, we have to kind of look at, well, why is it not in my physical view? What is it in my mind 
that's stopping me from physically seeing the car in front of me, you know, the actual metal, not just a picture of it. So we have to look at that. What's stopping me? Okay, maybe I don't believe I'm worthy. Maybe I don't believe I'm good enough. Okay, we look at those and we say, you know what, I'm willing to shift my perception, you know, and I like to use, and, you know, some people may call this, you know, spiritual bypassing, uh, but it's really you're allowing your higher self or your higher mind to decide for you by simply saying, Holy Spirit or God, guides, angels, whatever you want to say that you ascribe to your higher power, decide about this for me. Decide about this for me because if you make a decision, once again, let's take, for example, um, you're going to have a terrible day at work. Let's take this for example. I'm going to have a terrible day at work because you didn't get enough sleep. So you didn't get enough sleep, so you're already in the mindset of it's going to be terrible. So then you go to work and you get on the train, and let's say you're late for the train. Oh, see, it's already starting. My day is terrible. And then you're like, well, you know, I can maybe go down here and I can make you know, the second train, and then you get to the second train, but then it's all, everyone's all crowded in around you, and there's some rude guy down there, you know, talking really obscenely loud, and you're like, God, man, you know, and then our mind goes, because the thinking of this world is 365 degrees away from what is actually natural to us. The ego mind has you say, oh, God, how is it going to get any worse than this? Well, guess what? It's going to get worse because you have now invited yourself to see things even worse. So then, you know, you spill your coffee. Then your boss is mad at you. And then, you know, it just keeps on going, 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 going. And so finally you get to the point where you're like, God, okay, I'm done. Like I'm just done with this. And if you notice the moment you say you're done is the moment when everything becomes really calm because you're not focused on the bad day anymore. That's how it works. That's, you know, and it's just as simple as that. That's why you can't be like, oh, you know, it's because of this. It's because of that. It's not because of anything. It's because of the way that you are perceiving it. It is all about perception and how you are looking through, looking at the world. Are you looking at the world through the eyes of the ego that everything is separate, that other people are better than you, that other people are more lucky than you, that other people are richer than you? Or are you looking through the world, through the perceptual, perceptual lens of the eyes of love? Now, just because you look at, through the eyes of love doesn't mean, number one, your IQ goes down. I can't tell you how many people are like, well, kill my brain cells. You know, I can't think loving all the time. Because, you know, love just says yes. Um, no, that brings us to point number two. Love does say no. <laughs> love knows what's best for you. And if something isn't best for you, it's going to say no. You know, I do my very best every day to look with the eyes of love at anyone I come across, no matter if it is someone who is, you know, being belligerent, being mean, being whatever. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm willing to see you differently. I'm willing to see the light within you. I'm willing to look past your behavior. You know, now I'm not going to say your behavior is okay because that's not what it means. It simply means I'm willing to look past it to see the truth behind it because a good majority of the time when someone is acting out, they're acting out because it's a call for love. They're asking for love, but, you know, once again, the thinking of this world has got us so confused. We think the only way that we can ask for love is if we start acting arrogant. 
or we start acting mean, or, you know, you get a little cranky, or, you know, you get a little angry, or whatever the table will then know, I need some love, instead of just being like, you know what, I could really use a hug today. How many yeah. people do you know yeah. that you could just be like, I, you know, I yeah. need a hug today. There's not a lot of people that ask for that. They act out instead. They yell. They scream. And, you know, one course in Miracle Blessing that I absolutely love is I am never upset for the reason that I think I am. You know, we always think that it's because of this person. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's because of that person that you're angry. Once again, we have to really take that step back and become the observer. You know, I remember when I got, uh, I did a, I do my Miracle Mindset Mondays. Every Monday I go on live. Uh, on my Simply Intuitive page, and I pull cards. I do it every Monday, you know, just to kind of give you the energies of that week, you know, what's our miracle mindset, where, you know, where can we focus. And, I, you know, I share it out to a bunch of pages. And I got someone that commented on it. I don't agree with you. I'm a certified angel card reader. You're wrong. And then wrote me a one-star review. I have never gotten a one-star review. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, of course, it, it triggered me. Of course, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, wh- and, you know, well, so does that mean she's better than me because she's a certified, certified angel card reader or, you know, what did I say wrong? What? And then I, you know what, I had to take that step back and be like, you know what, why is this really upsetting you? Like, let's really look at this. Well, mm-hmm. it's upsetting me because now I believe that, you know, this one person's opinion is going to sway the opinion of everyone else. Did it sway the opinion of everyone else? No. I actually had people on my page go up and be like, we don't care what you say um, because I agree with you. You know, your opinion means nothing here. And I was like, no, no, we don't need to attack her. No, I don't, you know, I don't want it to be an attack. I was yeah, like, you, you know what? It is what it is. And I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to drop the mask of being right. I'm willing to say, you know what? Okay, you don't agree with me? Then, okay, maybe my message didn't reach you in the correct way. Maybe, you know, I didn't say it correctly for your ears to hear. That's okay. But it doesn't mean that the message didn't reach the person that it needed to at that moment in time. Once again, I'm Mm -hmm. making the reality. So some part of me subconsciously was afraid that the message that I was giving was not going to be well received. And then guess what happened? I had that situation came to me and then I was able to forgive it, which then makes it erased throughout all time and space. And there we go. Free and peaceful. Once again, you know, never go when you're in that space, you don't want to, you really don't want to comment, you know, back to that person. And I knew that for myself being like, no, because if I comment, my ego is going to come out and I don't want to answer. I don't want one ego talking to another I want love to talk to love. So, you know, let me tune in and let me see what love would have me do. Once again, Holy Spirit, decide for me. That's it. Just decide for me. And then I just go do what's in front of me to do. It's so difficult, though, isn't it, to, like, train your brain in that in the right way? Because, other, because sometimes I just think your brain just runs away. And and mm-hmm. I find that sometimes I have to kind of like re- reel it back in and kind of say, oh my gosh, I'm putting this out to the universe and it's going to kind of come back to me. I need to 
you know what I mean? Rein my mind right. in and get it under control because that's how it feels. And that's something that right. I, I've been working on probably for the last 18 months. I mean, I will say personally, guys, that my brain is a little bit more controlled that he, like because it used to jump every, everywhere. My brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> So I think, do you know what I mean? If you, have, if obviously, if you haven't got that nervous brain, I call it, where it's jumping here, there, and everywhere, um, and you're trying to rein it in, life's karma. So everything in my life is karma. Right. You know, I don't have right. angry, I don't have angry people like peeping at me on horns and shouting at me because I'm just karma myself. Right. So I, exactly. there again, I totally get and understand what you're saying. But it's taken me, guys, quite a long time to perfect that as well, you know, to to just um, put out uh, uh, the good stuff to the universe. And also, Ron, I want to say is I try and only see people with love. That I yeah. found, you know, I... I I found that hard because, <laughs> like you said, mm-hmm. someone's abusive to you or whatever. And you're right. like, you know, I just try it and see them with love. Right, right. Uh, well, and it helps. It's hard. And I want you to kind of, and the reason I say it's not hard is because the moment that you say it's hard, now what are you doing to your mind? You're telling your mind that yeah. it is hard to see someone with love. It's not hard. It's different. Remember, the thinking of this yeah. world is 365 degrees away from the thinking of heaven or the thinking of true reality. So it's not hard, but it is different. And it does, you know, you do have to train yourself. You know, and it's not about persecuting yourself, you know, putting yourself on the cross. Because let me tell you, we all crucify ourselves a hundred times a day. Oh, man, I shouldn't have think that. But the thing is, is that you just simply say to yourself, you know what? I forgive myself for having that thought. And then you re- it's just about, you know, you fall off your unicorn, you get right back on. Oh, I'm starting to think, I'm starting to go down this way. Okay, you know, and I love what you said that, you know, your whole life is karma, but I actually want to shift that for you just a smidge. Your life isn't karma because karma is whatever you do to someone will come back to you. Now, that means, you know, we could say in a negative sense, you are beginning Mm -hmm. to see or what you're beginning to reap is dharma. Dharma is the natural loving state of mind. So you, as you are going through your life, you are reaping dharma. You're reaping more love because you are putting out more love. You are in a natural state of love and acceptance, and so you are now receiving that back. Karma is more like, okay, you know, let's say you insulted me, and I'm like, well, you know what, Susie, because you insulted me, I'm going to come take one of your teeth. And you're like, well, fine, Ron, I'm going to come take one of your teeth. (laughs) And then we're going to both keep on taking each other's teeth as retribution, and then so both yeah. of us aren't going to be able to eat any food, and then we're going to move on to, you know, maybe I'm going to, butt, you know, take all your hair. Well, then you take my hair, and then, you know, you're going to take my eyes, and I take your eyes. You know, eventually, we're all going to be deaf and blind if we continue to act in that way. And so this is, you know, like I said, it's a 365-degree change, which can seem very difficult to the mind that is so used to thinking, you know, all this negative stuff. And I'm not telling you that negative stuff is not going to come into your mind. Like I said, 
I fall off my unicorn a hundred times a day. I just get right back on, and I, you know, I'm not afraid of, oh, man, I shouldn't focus on this, I shouldn't focus on it. I'm like, okay, I focused on it for, you know, a minute. I focused on it for 10 minutes. Okay, I focused on it for a day, but I'm willing to forgive myself, and I accept myself as I am, and I'm willing to move forward knowing that this is a brand new moment because we should never fear our thinking because if you're going into fear about what you're thinking and what you're focusing on, then that is when you can fall into the trap of what I like to call basically uh, you're putting, put, putting sprinkles on a mud pie. And what I mean by that is you are so afraid of thinking a negative thought that even though something negative is happening, you're putting, you know, pink fondant on it. You're trying to make it something that it's not. You know, in The Course in Miracles, you are invited to look at, you know, to really bring the light to the darkness. So if it's starting to bubble up, you bring your light to it. You're like, okay, so, you know, let's say it's finances, you know, because that's something a lot of people have a lot of fear about. You know, so let's say that starts bubbling up and, you know, you're getting afraid. You're like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to pay the rent this month? What's going to happen? Okay, let's look at that fear for a moment. Okay, this fear, let's bring our light to it. That fear is coming from the past because there may have been a past experience where you weren't able to pay it. And that's okay. You know, it's not to judge yourself. You're like, okay, well, that is a past experience. But is that the now? Is that right here, right now? No, it's not. I'm willing to see this differently. I'm willing to have that miracle, which is the shift in perception from fear, oh, my God, I'm lacking this, to love, which is I am abundantly supplied for. So we have to, you know, a lot of people like to be like, oh, shadow work is this and that. Shadow work is merely bringing your light to the darkness. And here's the beauty about darkness. It has no power. That's the beauty. It's not real. The only thing that's real is love. And if the only thing that's real is love and the only thing that's real is light, then your shadows are nothing more than that. They're shadows. Are you afraid of your shadow on the ground? No. You walk. You don't worry about it. You know, if a leaf happens to blow in front, you know, a shadow of a leaf blows in front of you, do you stop and be like, oh, no, the shadow of the leaf is going to get me? No. You keep on walking. It doesn't stop you because you are light. You, that is the truest power you have is to recognize who you truly are. And who you truly are is divine. You are divine. You are created in the image and likeness of the divine. You can begin to shift your perception from I'm just the body. I have to worry only about money. I have to worry about this. I have to worry about that. If you can shift your perception, which once again, it's different than what we're used to. I'm not going to say hard. I'm not going to say difficult, but it is very different. So to shift that to I am always protected and provided for. You know, I tell people all the time that, you know, I've been doing spiritual work for a long time. I've been spiritually open for a long time. I actually went to the fourth most haunted place in America, which is here in the state that I live in, Indiana. And, you know, they're like, oh, there, you know, I didn't want any information because this was really my test for myself to see, okay, like, how psychic am I? Like, how in tune am I really? So I didn't get any information. I just knew it was super haunted. And, you know, we got there and awesome 
amazing stuff happened. And then they told me, they're like, oh, well, by the way, you know, there's an inter, you know, a dark interdimensional energy here. And, you know, it likes to attack psychics and this and that and the other thing. And do you know the whole time we were there, not one thing happened to me. It was always playful. It was always very nice. And it was the moment my friend stepped away from me, she said things would pull her hair. They would push her. But the moment she would come back to me, nothing. Nothing would happen to her. She was like, it was like I was just in this nice little bubble, and, you know, we were having fun and, you know, great. And there was one point she would go sit on a bench away from me, you know. And, you know, we were, you know, I was with the other tour guide, and she wanted to get up, and she couldn't. She goes, Ron, I swear to you, there was someone holding me down. She goes, I could not move. I couldn't speak. She goes, I, you know, I can't tell you how grateful I am that you turned around. She goes, and it was like you were an angel. She's like, you turned around, you came over, you didn't say, you just grabbed my hand. And she goes, as soon as you came close, as soon as you touched my hand, she goes, the weight was gone. And I felt like I could breathe again. I'm a holier-than-thou person. No, it's because I am remembering what I am. I am the light. I am the light of the world. I am the love of the world. And it's not just me. It's you. It's Claudia. It's everyone. Everyone is the light and the love of the world. We just have to remember that. And that's where life begins to become magical. If you can remember you are the light and you are the love of this world. That's so lovely. (laughs) Because I think... I think, I mean, you know, you're like talking about the dark. I think you have to experience the dark to know the light, don't you? Um, Right. And I think, like you say, if you believe you're the light, especially to a force like that or anything dark, um, because I think you're, you're obviously shining and radiating and vibrationally so high that nothing can touch you. And there, right. you know, there again, because you, 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 because you're loving yourself, you're coming from the right place, um, and the right thoughts. Right. But it's, it's really interesting that you went to the spooky place, and it was your friend that was getting, um, getting yep. the experiences, and you weren't because you were coming from that place of high vibration. Right. I said, you know, there's no. There's no evil, you know, and some people may think this is arrogance. This is actually not arrogance. This is really a fact. It's a fact that, number one, I'm not special for being able to do it. But what is the fact is that I am light, and I'm not the only one. Everyone else is also light. Everyone else is also love. It's just that they may not believe in that as fervently as I have become to believe for myself that I am the love, I am the light, you know, and just a funny story, I guess, on the side, uh, you know, our family car, my sister had, you know, gotten out of the car, but she had forgotten to close uh, the door. And so my mom goes to work very early in the morning and she, you know, came out and she was like, oh my gosh, the door's been open, you know, all night. Like, is the battery still going to be Okay. And she closed her eyes, and she was like, okay, I am the love. I am the light of the world. I'm always provided for. And she's like, and I, be, you know, and I believe that. I believe that I am the light. I am the love. 
And she goes, I'm going to, I believe that I'm going to stick this key in here and the engine's going to start. She goes, I believe that. And she was like, I also asked because my son is Ronnie, you know, because obviously I'm, you know, she calls me Ronnie. And she's like, and my son is Ronnie. And he tells me that this is true. I'm going to believe him. I'm going to, she goes, he always says, borrow, you know, I always tell her, I'm like, mom, just borrow my certainty that it's going to be okay. Like I always tell her, just borrow my certainty. And she's like, I'm borrowing his certainty. And she's like, she turned, you know, she turned it on and the car started. It was fine and wonderful. And she came, you know, when she came home, she's like, I felt so silly, you know, saying that, but she's like, it worked. I was like, exactly. It worked because you changed your mind instead of being like, oh my gosh, it's not going to start. I'm in fear. I'm in fear. That's why she had the miracle because she shifted to, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to borrow my son's certainty that says miracles are possible. And I'm willing to accept that miracle now. That's a, you know, humanity has such a hard time with expecting that we can, we're entitled to miracles, not because of who we are. And I know I've said, you know, I keep on saying it, but I'm not special because I receive a miracle. I'm not. It's not because I'm Ron Schaefer of Simply Intuitive that I receive a miracle. It's because I am the divine child of the divine. That's why I get a miracle, and that's why you can get a miracle. And, you know, you can, everyone can get a miracle. Yeah, they just yeah. simply begin to remember. It's all about remembering who you are, who you are, who you are. I love your energy, Ron. <laughs> I could listen to you forever. <laughs> because you speak so much sense. You do. When I listen to you talk, I always think I you you speak so much sense. You speak and it 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 just but like oh yeah, I because not coming from the right place right now, guys, I'm actually being frustrated in life and I'm like you said I'm making that myself but I seem to be blinded of how to change it and that's what gets me frustrated because it's like the knowing of what you want to change and then I feel blindsided right right and And then confusion sets in right (laughs) Right, because then you're like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed, you know, once again, supposed to do. And it's not that you're not doing it. But here's the thing. You can only have what you believe is possible. So there's somewhere in your mind that says, I don't believe that, you know, what I want to do is possible based on, you know, the past. Because really, a lot of us are not living in the present. We are bringing the past to the present moment and merely reliving the past again and again and again. It may be different players. It may be different things, but it's always around same thing. Like it always is around that. And so my invitation, not only to you, but to everyone would be today. If not, you know, why not today? There's why not today to look at it and say, okay, I'm frustrated and I'm angry, and I'm confused, but that's because you're in pieces. You're not at peace. You're not at peace because peace is wholeness. You're still trying to figure it out. There, therein lies one of the biggest things. It's not your job to figure it out. Your job is to ask for the healing. Your job is to ask for the next right action step. 
and listen without agenda. Because we oftentimes are listening agenda to what we want to hear. You know, I can't pay my mortgage. And we're like, dear God, okay, what's my next right action step? And we're expecting that action step to be like, okay, go over to Susie and ask her for $10,000. She's got it. No worries. You know, don't worry about it. And that's the answer we're expecting. But instead, the answer may be, hey, go to the grocery store. And you're like, okay, Sierra, I got no money. Why do you want me to go to the grocery store? Go to the grocery store. You know, you follow your direction. So you go to the grocery store, and what do you know? You actually find a friend there, and let's say you're a freelance writer. And they're like, oh, my God, I was just going to call you. You know, after I got home from the store, I got this story I want you to write. You know, and there's a signing bonus of uh, $25,000. Are you interested? You're like, uh, hello. Yes, I am extremely interested. So you were directed where you needed to go, not where you think yeah. you should go. And that's, that's the big key. And that, you know, and we, you can tell how, you know, by the very simple way and the simplest way to figure out, like, is this wishful thinking or is this really guidance? Wishful thinking is always a longing. Oh, I wish this would be different. Oh, I wish this could happen. Oh, you know, and thinking that or, you know, things of the world, like how you would solve a problem. And to know that it's inner guidance, to know that it's spirit speaking to you is simply about you saying, you know what, you just get that prompt and it feels peaceful and compelling and it's only leading you one ahead. You know, and if you guys are interested in learning really how to do this, I'm actually having a two-day retreat, a two-day online retreat, which you guys can go to my website and check out the full details of exactly what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be talking about, um, and the tips and tools and, you know, all the other things I will be sharing with you to help you tune into guidance because, you know, we are in the month of October. We already have the mindset that the veil between this world and the spiritual world is thin. So I asked Spirit, what would you have me do? You know, do you want me to, you know, to do what everyone else does and cut my prices and do mediumship readings? And Spirit said, no, I want you to teach. And I was like, but yeah. Spirit, I don't, I don't really know. Like, can I, can I do that? Goes, it's, and then Spirit said, it's not you. And I said, ah, I must have forgotten who walked with me. Because it's not me. It's not me. I'm not teaching. Just like I'm really not talking to you. You know, in truth, this is spirit coming through telling everyone, not just, you know, and it may be coming through what seems like I'm talking directly to you, but really I'm talking directly to everyone that needs to hear this whenever they need to hear this. And that's why spirit had me, you know, I'm always going to be here to, you know, if it's not me, then there'll always be someone to reach their hand out and say, if you're ready to walk, you can walk with me because I'm not ahead of it. I'm, if anything, I am half, I am half a step ahead. That's it. Because if I was 50 steps ahead, how would you ever be able to see me? I'm just half a step ahead. That's it. And that may just be in one area because you may be half a step ahead in another area. But, you know, that's why I tell people, you can take my hand and you can walk with me because I'm not going to, you know, just drag you. I want you to walk with me. Well, that helps me because, like I say, I've been very uh, frustrated myself. (laughs) 
Um, so thank you for that, Ron. Thank you for that. When is the retreat, Ron, quickly? Uh, it is October 19th and 20th. It will be on the app called Zoom. It will be from 2 o'clock in the afternoon until 5 o'clock. Cool. It doesn't mean we'll go till 5 o'clock, but I wanted to give enough time for questions, answers, and, you know, yeah. whatever other things may come up. So I set it for, you know, that kind of time period. If you, can't, if you want to join it, but you're like, I work those two days, no worries because it is on Zoom. I do have the ability to record it or you can, of course, reach out to me and we can set up a one-on-one two-day retreat. And you've got a new book coming out quickly as I well. I do, yes. time's just gone. <laughs> it's, time's just it's flying. It's called Unwrap Yourself. Um, it's my new book. It's not out yet. It's in the editing process um, right now. A beautiful friend of mine who is an English major is looking at it because very much like I talk, <laughs> uh, very few yeah. breaths. There's not a lot of punctuation because it's just for me, when spirit speaks to me, it's a steady stream of information. And so I just type it or talk it like I'm hearing it in my mind. And so there's, there's not a lot of pauses um, when there need to be pauses or commas when there need to be commas. So uh, my friend is helping me with that. Um, and that book is just about really seeing yourself as the gift that you are. You know, the first chapter is the gift. Yeah. The second sub-chapter is the IIG, your, in, your internal um, guidance system. Um, the next chapter is the box, which is talking about the box that we put ourselves in. Uh, then we have the wrapping paper talking about the physical world, how the physical world can impact us, with tools and tips to how to not let, us impact, not let it impact us so heavily. Brilliant. So, yeah. I can't believe it's like, well, it's like nine minutes for the end of the show. We have a lady on the line that, who would like to speak to us, darling. So it's okay, Tina wonderful. from New Jersey. Hello, Tina. Okay. Hello. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Hello. How, happy Saturday. How may we help you, Tina? Wait a minute. I just wanted to thank you. You guys gave so much information. I almost forgot what I was talking yeah. about. I, I am the light of oh. the world. <laughs> I just I love having Ron on the show, Tina, because it's just amazing. The energy's amazing, and we we just have good banter together, and the time just goes. <laughs> oh, that say that say has changed my life. I am the light and love of the world. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Oh, you are welcome, my love. You are welcome. It's the truth, and we're just gonna start living that truth. Right now, today is your day to remember the truth of who you are because you are a radiant light in this world and we need you. We need you now more than we have ever needed light. And I don't know, I don't think you realize how much you impact this world. I don't think you realize how much, you know, even though you may go through your own sorrows, how much your love, how much your light actually impacts people simply with your smile, with your laugh. Oh, thank you. That is beautiful. You are. That's just what spirit would have me say. That spirit just said she needs to, to know this, that, yes, you may go through your struggle. 
And yes, you may have, you know, your strife and your worry, but it's not to focus on those worries because, and once again, this is just how spirit wants me to speak to you because beloved, you are my child and there is nothing in this world that could touch you unless you allow it. It is always here for you. Everything is here for you. The flowers bloom for you. The wind blows for you because you are divine. And all we need you to do is be willing to be open to direction. Be willing to be open to where your light is needed because it is so needed. Oh, that is beautiful. I've been doing so much work. That is like confirmation. Thank you. You're welcome. You are welcome. My pleasure. I, I, want, to, I want to ask about a relationship with Curtis. Uh-huh. Okay, let's see here, Curtis. Thank you. Well, right now you have you have done the work. You Like you said, you've really been doing the work. You've really been putting it in there. And what I want to invite you to do is when this perception of, we could say, work comes up, like when, you know, doing the spiritual work, doing this stuff, if it feels joyful, if it feels peaceful, then continue. The moment that it begins to feel more like work, then that's the moment you know you need to kind of step away from it doesn't mean not be in a relationship, but it means step away from it. But right now, the track that, you know, that you want to head in, it does seem like it's a very peaceful track at this point, in this now moment, we could say. Oh, yes. So what does the spirit have to say about Curtis? Because, yes, I am peaceful. That is my motto all week. Every time anyone, someone texts me, I say I'm peaceful. Now, yeah, what does the spirit want me to know about him? Because I'm ready um, for just that. right. Well, just right now that there's going to have to be a little bit of waiting. It's not quite time yet. It's not time yet. The time will, like I said, listen to the direction. There's going to be a direction that's going to come from spirit to you, and you will know the time. But now is not the time. Do you know the reason that we came into each other's lives? Um, at this point, no, um, there's not a, a clear answer. Okay. And how do we reach you outside of this for reading? Um, if you would like to book a personal reading with me, you can just go over to my website um, that I believe uh, Claudia has so generously put on um, yeah. the link. Or you can just um, go to www.facebook.com backslash Simply Intuitive, and you can reach out to me there. Simply intuitive. Thank I, you. I got a yeah. karmic issue um, from you two to be played out. I feel you've been with him before in a past life, your Curtis, and I do feel that there's karmic issues to be paid out, but good things and not, not anything low vibrational. Um, but that's what I got, Tina. But um, hey ho, time's just gone, guys. I don't know if we have time for anyone else. To be honest, do we? <laughs> it's like <laughs> two minutes, I think, before the end of the show. It's just gone so quick, Ron. 
I know, I know. It's just gone so, so crazy. Um, guys, if anybody does want, I, I see um, a, Katie, bless her, Claudia put it up earlier. Uh, Katie, if you want to hear from your grandmother, um, you can contact me after the show and I can do you a, a reading that way. Sometimes, guys, we don't have enough time because we're just, like, doing short messages and sometimes it takes the actual spirit to come through. Uh, well, it can do. Um, I have a live Facebook question from Rosemary Sanderson. She says, any spiritual guidance for me? Do we have any spiritual guidance for Let's Rose? See. It's sometimes hard to bring the energy to me when it's a. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Facebook. It's totally fine. Let's see. Rosemary, oh, Rosemary. Rosemary, right now I, it's about you focusing on your. It's just about you focusing on what's good. On what is good right now. Starting a gratitude journal and every day writing five things in it that you are grateful for, be it, you know, uh, you're grateful that you have power or table or water because that's going to help you to see what is not so much seen, you know, in, in the everyday. So that's going to really be of assistance to you. I got I got that as well. I kind of got, bless her, that she's, like, focusing on a lot of what's gone on around her and more low vibrational stuff. So, Rose, lift right. your vibrations, darling. Think of the highest level of things, and this is going to help you move forward. But I love what Ron's just said to you as well. Start a journal. Start writing down positiveness and focus on the positive. Um, because that's what's going to come back, isn't it, Ron? Yes. That's what's exactly. going to come back at her. Is there anything you want to say before before you go, Ron? Mine's just gone. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> that's a blessing. Blessing. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Thank you.